Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig Torres here. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lethal Lit. But first, a quick word from today's sponsor. Oh my God. I got it. Is it true about- I got this. Get this on tape. Sick. They're all on to me. Killer. Just like turning on me. Is it true about. Unbelievable. How did they even let her into school? Come on. Get the hell out of Hollow In case you couldn't tell, that was intense. This whole town has legit lost their minds. To bring our new listeners up to speed, this is my lone girl on a mission podcast. I'm back in my hometown of Hollow Falls, trying to crack open the Lit Killer case. The Lit Killer was a serial murderer who scream queened this town a decade ago, leaving bodies posed like literary references from your high school reading list. My Aunt Beth, his last victim, took all the blame. And since I know she wasn't the killer, I'm back for justice. Only I didn't count on the real murderer making an encore appearance, resulting in one very dead Tony Del Canto. Ollie and I witnessed his body drop from three stories up. Now the whole town is freaking out because their open and shut case isn't so shut anymore. And guess who's to blame? So... Let's cut back to Hollow Falls High, where your fearless heroine was hiding in a closet. Are you in here? No! Oh. Hey, Principal Block. Come with me. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. Ever been so obsessed with something that you couldn't eat or sleep? That's me. This case... My aunt's innocence has been part of my DNA since we left this town years ago. But if you've been plugged into the real freaks of Hollow Falls, then you already know that. Less well-known is the fact that Hollow Falls and its residents are invested in keeping the Lit Killer dead and buried. So Tony's murder even hinting that the Lit Killer is back? Things around here are going to go from zero to Riverdale real quick. Maybe my new pals at the Talon the student newspaper, will help out. Maybe not. But first, I had to get through this meeting with Principal Block. Miss Torres, I'm going to make this brief. Exactly what in the hell do you think you're doing? Principal Ronald Block is a Hollow Falls lifer. Super imposing. Think um, Infinity War Thanos minus the whole purple part. He lives alone and has been working at the high school since graduating college. What does that tell us? Well, it means Block was around the first time the Lit Killer terrorized the town. It also means he wants to keep the glassy-eyed status quo at Hollow Falls High. Is he a suspect? Not sure yet. But until I know otherwise, I have to treat him like one. Let's go back to our chat. Are you listening, Miss Torres? Yes, sir. I'm just still a bit freaked out. Yes, well, you can relax now. I know you've been through and seen a lot. Now, as much as I blame you for bringing this new chaos into my school, I don't want any of my students being chased around like some Looney Tunes clip. So take a breath. For the moment, you're in what they call a safe space. Block showing me even an ounce of compassion through me. As did the creepy stuffed bird on his desk. His name was Henry, and he was the school's original mascot. 
the reason they're the Hollow Falls Hawks. But historical mascot or no, keeping an old dead bird on your desk is, well, it's kind of classic Hollow Falls. All right, Miss Torres, we're done here. One more thing, though, Principal Block. <sighs> Seems the resemblance to your aunt isn't just skin deep. I said you could go, Miss Torres. And I totally will. But first, can you tell me anything about Tony's case? Did you not hear what I said? Are they reopening the Lit Killer case? I'm not trying to cause trouble. I but... will give you major trouble unless you stand up, turn around, and walk out this instant. Trouble was something I could count on finding me no matter what. When Max and I found that first tape of my Aunt Beth's recordings at the Star Diner, I knew it wouldn't be the last. But the clue gave me some doubts. I figured out the quote. It was from A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. Is it better for a man to have chosen evil than to have good imposed upon him? But it was hardly a solid GPS pin. I needed to brainstorm with Ollie Wynn and Max, the Talon crew, if we had any hope of finding that next tape. Heard you got snagged by Principal Mussolini. Yeah, it was super lit. But that bird, right? Ugh. Henry has reserved seating in all of my nightmares. Okay, so in terms of clues, we've got the free fall and clockwork orange quotes, plus the note from Tony's, uh... Good morning, day. losers. Oh, this is scary on a grande. Listeners, meet Ella Highsmith, spoiled daughter of the mayor of Hollow Falls. And, until a few days ago, the arm candy of one Tony Del Canto. Since then, she's kind of been basking in the veiled glow of her new gig... Girlfriend in mourning. So here's the deal, freaks and geeks. All this serial killer talk from Little Miss Murder has gotta stop. Write about the important stuff. I'm the tragedy here. My boyfriend, my sweet, strong Tony, is gone. Um, hi, Ella. And Tig, don't think I didn't notice Tony's death was right after he had a run-in with you. Big City Torres, back with a podcast full of lies about a new killer, when it was her psycho aunt who racked up the body count in the first place. So this wannabe true crime doc of yours has got to go. It's distracting from Daddy and all the good things he's doing for this town. So your boyfriend got axed, but you want us to write about your daddy and you? Way to compartmentalize your grief, Electra. I don't know or care what that means. Just don't tell me how to grieve. Tony was my sweet bay bear, and you need to leave him out of this pathetic side hustle. Can I just ask what concealer you're using to mask your tear-stained eyes? Because it is doing a fabulous job. Self-censor yourselves before someone else does it for you, okay? Consider yourselves on blast. As if we needed more drama. But Ella Highsmith would have to wait. Wynn and I had another tape to find. Oh, this place. It's disgusting. Why do I get paired on all the dusty and gross missions? Wynn and I have just walked into a used bookstore known as the Book Barge. The place reeked of aged cat pee and lemon-scented Lysol. While stalling out on deciphering where my aunt's clockwork orange clue was pointing, we found out a fun fact. Anthony Burgess's dystopian book was banned in Hollow Falls. Well, mostly banned. You couldn't find it at the school or at the library, which left the book barge, the dumpiest of dumps, as our last hope. So far, we've found two copies of the book with nothing special in them. Why would anybody come in here, much less buy? Shh. Hi! Uh, do you have any other copies of A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess? 
I can only find these. Huh? What you see is what you get, okay? Hey, wait a sec. You the Taurus kid? Ah, oh, Christ. A lot of help she was. In fact, she asked us to leave a few minutes later. If I hadn't looked at the clock above the register, we probably would have, too. But there it was. Orange. Huh? What's that? Uh, nothing. It's just uh, the hour hand on your clock is orange. <laughs> it's funny. Why is that funny? Really? Because the book? Never mind. Um, actually, ma'am, do you have a Band-Aid by any chance? This look like a CVS to you, girly? Well, the customer service here is on. I know, I'm sorry, but I, I think I cut my ankle on one of your shelves, and I don't want to get blood on your floor, and All right, I, Jesus H., hang on. Um, let me go check in the back. Last thing I need is this brat suing the store and getting blood all over my floor. In her defense, I was up to no good. And when she came back, she caught me, balanced on a stool with the clock in my hands, busted. In that moment, I did the only thing I could think of. Hey! Hey! Run! Run! Let's what the go! Hell are you doing move, move, move! Get back here with my clock! Slow down, Taurus! Please let it be. Please be another team. Oh. If I get arrested for stealing my clock, I'll be done. Oh, yes! I found it! You have to be kidding me. Oh, Clockwork Orange, you are so not my favorite book, but I could seriously kiss this clock right Who now. Who are you? The tape we found at the book barge gave us another snippet of Aunt Beth recording her notes from the original Lit Killer murders. We brought it back to the Talon offices to give it a listen. Show us what you found. Guys, you should have seen that place. You should have some serious Jomo right now. Jomo? Joy of missing out. That means Wynn hated it. Alexa, fast forward to the hide-and-seek intrigue. Brace yourself for synergy. This new Aunt Beth tape zoomed in on one of the Lit Killer's first victims, Tony Del Canto's dad. Big Tony Del Canto was a local businessman with a spotty record and the varsity football coach at Hollow Falls High. Big Tone Sr. had a reputation for being hot-headed, violent, and prone to screaming at the kids. I was already looking into him because of his business dealings. Some associates had been caught up in some shady stuff, but nothing ever connected back to Del Canto directly. When he ended up dead, beaten to death in the back of a local dive bar, the wet whistle, a lot of people chalked it up to karma. But people don't get beaten to death in hollow falls, and definitely not with stones. A few weeks after Tony Sr.'s body was found, Aunt Beth returned to the crime scene sneaking into the office in the back of the bar. She discovered a beat-up copy of The Lottery and Other Stories by Shirley Jackson shoved between two stacks of invoices. She also knew the Hollow Falls PD had been in a hurry to clear the case, so a tattered paperback wasn't going to raise any of their thick eyebrows. Why did it catch her attention? Well, if you're not familiar with the story, I'll give you a spoiler. It ends with a death. By stoning. There was a typewritten message on a note card stuffed into the middle of the book at the conclusion of the lottery short story. Here's what it said. I hope you've enjoyed the first few chapters of our tale. It's quite the epic saga, I promise you. And you've only just begun. Reminds me of a book I once loved. Stuff your eyes with wonder, he said. Live as if you'd drop dead in ten seconds. Such a strong, powerful climax. Perhaps I'll save that for my final chapter, but that's still a ways away, no? 
happy reading. The quote, at least according to Steiner, is from Fahrenheit 451, Ray Bradbury's seminal... Uh, hold that thought, you guys. Wait, what? Hey, Whoa. Here they are. Victims, right. Dick Torres, this pirate radio operation is done. And I believe you have a few things that belong to us. That's Detective Laura Carver again. It's a safe bet to say she doesn't want the case reopened. Kind of makes you look bad when a serial killer you said committed suicide is up and murdering again, right? File her under suspicious. These officers are here to collect the evidence you've withheld and therefore contaminated. Hand the notes over fast and we might not have any problems. We'll also be confiscating your recording equipment. What? Why? Miss Torres, I hope I don't need to remind you of our little chat. Ugh. Are those the notes? Good eye, Principal. Detective Lehane, grab those. Come on. Yeah, got them, boss. Dig, your little DIY radio show's been drawing some unwanted attention. That plus the hidden evidence gives me more than enough reason to this shut this. This is total bull. Zip it, Mr. Price. Sorry, kids, but these notes are considered evidence in connection with a recent homicide. This is so lame. Guys, do your thing. Are you serious right now? Hey, that's my laptop. Is this even legal? Don't you need some kind of probable cause? School grounds, Torres. What Principal Block says goes. He gets an anonymous tip. We act on it. I didn't realize anonymous was spelled E-L-L-A. real. So what connects my podcast equipment to the murder? Can you at least tell me that? Listen, kid, I don't have to explain Jack to you. Boys, let's wrap this up and move out. This is such BS. I'm so sorry, Tig. Tig, you okay? Well, say something. Did you guys hear that? They said recent homicide. Looks like the cops are treating Tony's death like a homicide, not a suicide. That's huge. Way to keep your eyes on the prize, Ace. Tig, they didn't get your Aunt Beth's tapes, did they? They did. But I have copies on the cloud, so we're good. What can we do to help? I know what we can do. Max, come on. What? Should we discuss it with the Where are you guys going? Oh, typical dudes. So great at communication. Hey, you sure you're okay? You're shaking. I'm... No. I'm actually not okay. I need more allies. I need more evidence. And I need to keep getting the word out. They can't just shut me up. Just take everything I've worked to build. Hey, hey you're not alone. We're with you on this. I I'm with you on this. Thanks. I just don't know what to do next. I need to think. Damn. <laughs> I can't stop my hands from shaking. <laughs> Here, grab my hand. Just stop and breathe for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure my clammy book barge hands aren't going to help that much, but... <laughs> no. This... It's nice. Thanks, Wynn. It's cool. I like you, Torres. You know, I, I feel like... Wait. Did my Aunt Beth mention Sam Steiner on that tape? What? Her partner, Sam Steiner. She worked with him at the paper, but when we went there, they said he was long gone. Aunt Beth mentioning him on this new tape, though? I bet you anything he's still in town. Come on, let's go. Are you sure you're ready to... <sighs> yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. When we visited the Hollow Falls Ledger, they told us Sam Steiner had gone full hermit. 
But even shut-ins have to eat, right? And what better spot than the one restaurant most people in town avoid? Hey, welcome to the Star Diner, home of out-of-this-world eating. Get her booth, ladies. I guess I should say bridge your engineering, but... What? Uh, hi, Phil. Do you remember me uh, from the other day? Hmm. You the one sniffing around the sign. Uh, <laughs> yep, that was me. So, how well do you know the regulars here, Phil? I'm looking for one in particular, older dude, mid-50s. Uh, Sam? Kind of a loner? Regulars, specials, who carved what in the bathroom? I know it all, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, I, I see Sam a lot. Loves the BLT. Uh, not too chatty. Good tipper. Not here now, though. Oh, that's okay. Uh, you know what? I think we'd like a booth, please. Knock yourselves out. Are you cool with hanging out for a bit to see if Sam shows up? I, I, I know it's a long shot. Yeah, deaf. Luckily, we didn't have to wait long before our hunch paid off. Hey, look. Old Saturday, dude, 12 o'clock. That's gotta be him. Hey, uh, Mr. Steiner? Uh, Sam Steiner? I'm Tig Torres, Beth Torres's niece. I, and I was wondering... Stay away from me. Funny thing. It seems like people in this town don't like being recorded. But we managed to calm Sam down long enough to get a few minutes with him. Sam, seriously, thank you for doing this. Yeah, you're totally doing us a solid. Yeah. Don't that be yet. I'm taking my food to go. The best I can do is give you a few tips, and if you're smart, you'll take them to heart. They could save your life. I'm all ears, Sam. But do you mind if I ask you a few quick things first? Okay. Shoot. So you worked at the Hollow Falls Ledger, right? With my Aunt Beth? Yeah, for a while. She was... Oh, she was great. Few people in this life are, you know? Genuinely good inside, but she was. We were both on the cops beat, though. I did some municipal reporting, too. Small paper problems and all that. But when the lit killer arrived, uh, it was all hands on deck. What was that like? <laughs> it was nuts. What do you think? This is a, it's a strange town. Buzzing even before the first body was discovered. And your aunt? Well, she ran into that case head on. She was fearless. And innocent, right? You believe that too, don't you? Look, kid. You want to prove your aunt wasn't the lick killer? Dig up the next person the lick killer murdered. The person he got to after your aunt died. Wait, what? Who was that? I thought Beth Torres was the and last... watch your back. As McLuhan said, the medium is the message. Don't just take everything at face value. You get stuff in this town when someone wants you to have it. Don't forget that. Anything else you can tell us, Sam? Yeah. Quit. Now, when you still can't. But this case ain't your aunt alive, and you don't want to end up like her. Best case is you'll wind up like me. And I... I barely even get out of the house these days. The, the lit killer will break you. Your, your heart, your soul, your spirit... Hold up, Sammy. Hey, watch it. This sweater is already the perfect amount of distress. <sighs> hey, Wynn, Tig, I'm glad I found you. You guys ready for some tea? Hey, Shirley, one Lipton over here. Oh, boo-boo, no, that's not what that means. 
What's up, Max? Ollie's been arrested. What? what? That boy went full baby driver on the cops and tried to steal your stuff back. Oh, what a moron. Ah, that's really stupid and sweet. Sweet or not, we had a problem. Wynn and Max noted he wasn't about to get bailed out by any parentals anytime soon. But after our run-ins with the cops, we needed to tag in an actual adult on this one. So we called up the Talon's faculty advisor, Harry Levinson. Hey guys, it's Mr. Levinson. Just wanted to let you know about Ollie. I'm at the police station. It might be a little while, but I'm sure it's all just a big misunderstanding. I'll let you know when I have more. <sighs> Figures he's already down there in full dad mode. <sighs> Such a daddy. I feel like I owe Ollie for trying to get my stuff back. I'm gonna head over. Hey, did you guys notice there was a car still out there on the lot? Yeah, the red Camry. Probably block, because he has, like, zero home life. Well, if he's here, let's go talk to him. Are you insane? The first thing he'll ask is why we're here. Look, Black knows something about Tony's death. And if there's any intel to get, I want it. I can't believe you guys are talking me into this. Come on, Max. I thought you gave up that damsel in distress act in first grade. Okay, first of all, Jordan Harris consistently stole from my cubbyhole, and I had every right guys, to be afraid of Something's not right. His door, it's open, and the lights are off. Well, everyone achieves serenity in the world. Whoa, gotcha. You okay, Taurus? Yeah, I'm fine. I just slipped on something. Um, hold on, it's dark in here. Let me, uh, still light on my phone. Uh, no, no way. That is blood on the floor, and we are officially in the danger zone. It's coming from Block's office. Are you kidding me? We need to get out of here and call the cops. Someone could be hurt in there. I mean, obviously that sucks for them and all, but hashtag I'm with her. We need to get out of here and call the boys in blue. Okay, wait here. Jeez. Take, don't. Yell if you need backup. This is effed. I know what you're thinking. This goes against everything you learn from watching horror movies. This is so bad. Oh my god. Holy shit. The face, or parts of it, belong to Principal Block. I say parts of it because his head was sliced in half by an axe. The entire office was splattered with blood. In less than a week, I've been inches away from two dead bodies. People I'd seen alive hours before. I don't... I'm not sure yet I can describe what that, this, feels like. This is Sarah Park for WHSA News, reporting live from Hollow Falls High, where police have confirmed that Principal Ronald Block was found dead on school grounds. The grisly scene leaves many residents wondering if the town's notorious serial murderer, the Lit Killer, has returned. All right, that's enough. If we need more info, we'll circle back to you tomorrow. In the meantime, enough with the podcast, Torres. So what is it, then? Certainly not a suicide. Don't push me, kid. Like I said, shut it, or you'll be in some hey, deep... you can't just silence us, you know? Word's already out, and people need to know what's happening. Let us handle it. Go on home. Hey, uh, Detective Carver. What now, Torres? Ever read Crime and Punishment? Raskolnikov slices Lizaveta's face in half with an axe. Kid, we're looking for real evidence, not AP English highlights, okay? 
Like the note? Max, the note has your name on it, Tig. That's some scary stuff. Did you steal evidence from a crime scene again, Torres? Is that what I'm hearing? I found the note post-principal block body discovery. I almost missed it, while trying not to look at the shell of a man I once thought was a suspect. But when I picked up that note card, I knew exactly what it was. Hello again, dear Tig. So nice to see you. It really does feel like old times. Though it'll be a spell before you reach the heights of our dearly departed Beth. She did have a rough go of it there in the end, huh? But as Dostoevsky said, pain and suffering are always inevitable for a large intelligence and a deep heart. Let's hope you and your little squad survive long enough to get to the next chapter. I knew the lit killer was back the second I'd seen Tony Del Canto's dead body. Now, the cops knew they were back too. On the next episode of Lethal Lit. What do you mean, Mr. Levinson? Well, how do I say it? It just felt to me that your Aunt Beth was uh, a bit off. You've probably already heard about her obsession with the case, but it seemed... She was so utterly consumed with understanding, with getting in his head, that she may have taken it too far. I love this for Einhorn's Epic Productions and iHeartRadio present Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery. Created and executive produced by Heather Einhorn and Adam Staffaroni. Written, created, and executive produced by Alex Segura and Monica Gallagher. Directed by J.B. Block. Produced by Arup Senekaila, Chris Peterson, and Sandy Smollins. Art by Rebecca Mock. Creative direction and design by Ryan McCann. With performances by Rebecca Soler, J.B. Blanc, Matt Gumley, Paul Guyot, Jennifer Giles, Rachel Oramland, Alba Ponce de Leon, Shelley Chenoy, Luke Slattery, and Gail Artino. Post-production supervisor, Michael Sinter-Nicholas. Recording engineer and dialogue editor, Michael Schneider. Mixer, Michael Sinter-Nicholas. Sound designer, Justin Kohler. Composer, Jared Faber. Creative consultant, Monique Chavez. Studio manager, Clark Chang. Production coordination, Gail Artino and Laura Martin. Production assistants, Rachel Slotsky and Francesca Kahlo. Recorded at NYV Post in New York City. Featuring the songs Jupiter, performed by Donna Missal, courtesy of Harvest Records, under license from Universal Music Enterprises. And Guardian Alien, Performed by Dana Williams, written by Dana Williams, SCSAC, and Aaron Fenning, SCSAC, courtesy of the Royalty Network Inc., on behalf of Smig Songs, ASCAP, Cactus Palace, SCSAC, and Dana Williams. Lethal Lit, a Take Torres Mystery, is a production by Einhorn's Epic Productions for iHeartRadio. Head to TigTorres.com to share theories, discover new evidence, and follow case updates. For more information, visit EinhornsEpicProductions.com 